family. Welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Talks. I am your host, Community Manager Jordan. And I'm so excited to be here with another Tuesday night podcast. Um, I look forward to this every single week. I look forward to being able to sit down with y'all for 30 minutes on Tuesday nights, whether you're watching me live on Facebook right now during the podcast, or if you are listening in your car when the podcast goes live. Hello, hello. And thank you so much for joining me for another week. Y'all, Thanksgiving is so close. So close. My first Thanksgiving dinner will be this Saturday with my wife's side of the family. Um, So I'm super excited for that. It's the first Thanksgiving festivities and going to have turkey and all that. So I am so excited. Um, Thanksgiving is like my number one holiday that I look forward to every single year. And so it's so crazy that we are like, it's Thanksgiving time. Like I just feel like I was in the pool during the summer and now I'm getting ready to have turkey for Thanksgiving. So tonight's topic was one that I felt was relevant for what's about to come up. And we're getting ready to go into the rest of November, the rest of December, getting ready to go into New Year's. And what do we see a lot? We see those sweet treats. We see those cakes, those pies, y'all, pumpkin pie, apple pie, anything you can think of. We are finding cookies, Desserts galore. Now, where desserts come from, especially you know where I stand on memories over macros when it comes to holidays, when it comes to get-togethers. Y'all, the 80-20 rule, I stick by so, so much. And with that 80-20 rule, you know, them holidays go in there to whether or not you decide that you are going to track or whether or not you're deciding you are setting your phone down and spending the time with your family, and with your friends. That is totally up to you. But not including the get-togethers that we're getting ready to have, sweet treats are something that a lot of us that hinder our weight loss for a lot of us in the long run, all year long. It's not just about the holidays. It's not just about the get-togethers. It's not just about the birthday parties. We go to the grocery store and the, the aisles are lined with desserts, with sugar, with sweets, with anything that, you know, at the moment we think, oh, this is going to be great. But later on, we find out that it's hindering our weight loss. We're stalling. We're not realizing that we're going into an eating behavior of these sweets because our blood sugars are spiking. And then once the blood sugar spike, we go through a drop. And then with the drop, we get hungry again. And then we're eating and eating and we're going into a surplus instead of a deficit, y'all. It's a spiral slope that a lot of us deal with on a daily basis. So I wanted to talk about tonight on why this can be a common challenge in our weight loss journey. And I have five tips to help help you um, because it helps me manage and reduce those sweet cravings. Um, if you don't know, I try to follow a low-carb lifestyle as much as I can. Don't get me wrong. I am not 100% perfect. I wish I was. I can tell y'all if I was 100% perfect, I probably would not be here because I am doing this thing just like y'all. And I struggle, you struggle, we all struggle, but it's something great to be able to come together to talk about our struggles and talk about things that we feel is hindering our weight loss or our health and wellness journey, lifestyle, no matter what you call it. Um, and for me, you know, sometimes it is about the sweet treats. You know, with living a lower carb lifestyle, I try to watch 
what I eat. I try to watch what types of food I'm eating. I try to watch the sugars. Um, I know a lot of people who are pre-diabetic or diabetic type 2 that is really trying to watch their sugar intake. They're trying to watch the spikes with your blood sugars and your glucose. Um, and so for me, like I said, I'm not a type 2 diabetic. I'm not pre-diabetic or anything like that. But with following a low-carb lifestyle due to my um, dissecting folliculitis, my autoimmune disease of my head, I have found that how I can help it with medication is also by my food. So what does that mean? I try my best to cut out sugary foods. Sugar is a constant inflammation for me. Sugar makes my head hurt. Sugar makes, you know, it's, it's hard for me to sleep. Um, laying on the pillow with my head. Um, I know when I've had a lot, you know, and you go through those spurts, you know, oh, a sweet tea from McDonald's here or there is not going to hurt you. Um, a lot of people can feel that they can keep, have the calories for that in a day. I see a lot of people on like TikTok and Instagram that are like, I save enough calories for this drink because every now and then it's nice to have it, which yes, in all reality, every now and then we have to have those things that sometimes we don't just because they're there and because we're craving them. Um, but that is where you start doing it on a normal basis. It's then no longer a sweet treat that you are like, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to have that. Instead, it's becoming daily to you. And then it's not something as a treat. It's not something as you know something you're looking forward to. It's just something you're grabbing every single day. Um, so what is my five tips to help us all with that are struggling with sweets, that are struggling with cravings? Number one is, you know, instead of reaching for the processed sugars, instead of reaching for the processed carbohydrates, instead of going into the grocery store and being like, you know what, I'm gonna get the honey buns, or you know what, I'm gonna get the, the sugary cereal, I'm gonna get all this stuff that I think looks good, even though it has, which we all have found, it's great. We can track it especially if you're on a plan like Calorie Command, Conquer Cravings, uh, Carb Conscience. You know, you see those 100-calorie pack snacks all the time in the grocery store. 100-calorie pack Oreos, 100-calorie pack cookies, anything you can think of, those 100-calorie packs are a great option. Um, but what happens when we're eating those? Even though there are 100 calories and they're staying, helping us stay in our deficit, helping us stay in our, in our bites, they are heavily processed sugars. And with that comes that our blood sugar can spike. Now, what happens when our blood sugar spikes? I am in nowhere, no way, shape, or form a doctor, a professional at all. I am just somebody that is just coaching you along to let you know I have been there and this is what I go through. Um, what happens is when you're eating that, your blood sugar is going to spike. So even though you're enjoying it, it's delicious. Let's be real. A 100-calorie pack of Oreos or Chips Ahoy cookies, anything like that. Oh, it's so good in the moment. It is so delicious. What happens when our sugar is spiked? It is going to drop. And then when our sugar drops is where we find ourselves feeling sluggish and tired. And then what happens is we have burnt those so fast that we are starving. So because we're starving, we're then reaching for something else um, to where, yes, in the long run, it is going to hinder you in your weight loss because what's the best thing with our weight loss journey? We need to be in a deficit. We need to be, no matter if you're on a bites-based plan or you are just tracking calories and macros, you have to be in a deficit to lose weight no matter what. No matter if you are like me 
and living a low carb lifestyle, whether you are on better balance or whether you are a vegan and you are a high carbohydrate diet, no matter what, at the end of the day, it has to be a deficit. You have to be in a deficit to be able to lose weight. So what can help us stay in this deficit with these sweet treats? Because let's be real, it's easy to grab the 100 calorie packs, like I've said, eat them, be satisfied and moved on. But it does something to our bodies. And some people just cannot handle that. I myself included. I have found that when I have sugary sweets like that, or I have overly processed foods, I feel it. I feel it. And it's not a fun feeling on my end. And I know a lot of people deal with something like this. So what can we do instead? Let's try to choose naturally sweetened foods. Let's try to offer sweet foods foods like fruit to satisfy our sweet tooth. Now, yes, can fruit spike your blood sugar? Absolutely. Um, however, I have found, especially with me, eating things like berries, you know, I, I try to stick away. Like I said, I try to not eat a lot of sugar just with my inflammation, but I would rather see us getting things as far as like your bananas, your uh, apples, your oranges, all these things that are great. And a lot of our plants have them as zero bite foods. However, they are naturally sweetened. So you might have things like as well as like whole maple syrup, um, anything like that, that it honey, stuff that is naturally sweetened is going to be better for us in the long run. It is one of those sugars that we are going to ingest and we are going to digest better than the overly processed foods. So yes, fruits contain natural sugars along with fiber, which can help control our blood sugar. So even though there is sugar in your apple, there is sugar in your berries, There is they are full of fiber. And what can fiber do? Fiber, number one, can, can also help lower your and equalize your blood sugars. But y'all, having fiber is a great way to stay full. Have you ever noticed that if you are eating like a low-carb tortilla or a high-fiber um, pizza bread or anything like that, you you stay satiated longer. You stay fuller longer. It's because there's a lot of fiber in that. Um, I mean, I sometimes get and I love getting those low carb breads. I don't eat them every day, but when I do, like I love the fact that I get a good source of fiber in those because fibers will keep me satiated later, which will then help me stay in a deficit because my hunger is under control. So we can feel full. Fiber will help regulate our blood sugars. Berries, apples, citrus, fruits are all great options for this, y'all. Tip number two, what did I just say? Or what did I just do? Stay hydrated. Yes, stay hydrated. Their hydration, I feel, is like the top three of our weight loss journey. Like the top three things that we need to strive for. We need to strive to stay in it. We need to strive to hit our protein goals. We need to strive to move our bodies and we need to strive to stay hydrated. Those three things in your health and wellness journey is going to just make you sore. Maybe that's what I'll do for next week. Maybe we can talk about those three things and what we can do. That would be a good podcast episode. But for this one, stay hydrated. Sometimes our bodies can confuse thirst with hunger or cravings. We've talked about this before. Sometimes when you feel hunger, um, a lot of times you can drink a cup of coffee, you can drink water, you can get hydrated to where it's going to it's going to help you in the long run. So sometimes our bodies, like I said, can confuse thirst with hunger or cravings. If we ensure that we are we are very hydrated throughout the day by drinking water, getting in our 40 ounces, our 80 ounces, our half gallon, our gallon, um, it's going to help us curb those sweet cravings. So what else can you do? 
get you some things like your water packets that are sugar-free. Yes, they contain artificial sweeteners. However, you everybody's body is different. Some people can control with stevia. Some people can handle Splenda. Some people can handle natural sugar. Some people can handle anything like that. Our bodies are different, but spice up your flavor. What I have found is, especially with my waters, I get things like, I love strawberries. I love... Um, desserts like that. I love very sweet desserts. What happens? Go on Water Talk. Find people like Tanya on TikTok and Instagram that are going through the waters that are showing you how you make an apple pie water. You at first think, oh, there's no way that is going to be good. But in the long run, it is going to be great and it's going to help you stay on track. Number one, it's going to help you get your water goal in. But number two, it's going to give you some taste and some variety. You're going to find that, oh my gosh, like for instance, we, you have seen it all over the caramel or the caramel apple, which is you go and you get um, the green apple, green apple water packets from like Dollar General, anywhere like that. And then you go and you get a sugar free caramel syrup. What's that? You put them both together and y'all, it tastes like a caramel apple, something that is delicious, something that would be very high in calories, very high in bites. Sometimes we can dupe it and make it into this. We kill two birds with one stone. So, number two, stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Um, number three, balance our meals. This is something that we don't really talk about, especially with coaching or especially with just health and wellness in general. But the balance of our meals can help us dramatically, number one, in our own weight loss journeys, but number two, with dealing with these sweet cravings. So, if we ensure that our meals are balanced with a combination of your proteins, your healthy fats, your complex carbohydrates. So your complex carbohydrates that are going to last longer in your system that is going to keep you full is going to help you with all this. Because what happens? You know, you get, ooh, let's talk about like Thanksgiving coming up. So you get your tray, you get your plate, and you're like, okay, I'm going to have this, 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 this. You load up on everything because you're like, oh, Thanksgiving, love it, love it, love it. Then you go to the dessert. And then you eat all these calories in dessert to where it was like, you know what? Let's balance it all. Let's get one plate, one plate. So say you're you're going to Thanksgiving, you get one tray. Um, why don't you in a space of instead of doing another, uh, another carbohydrate, as far as like something like bread, pasta, anything like that that's going to be there at Thanksgiving, um, why don't you put your slice of pie there in, uh, in its place? place. So you're getting enough nutrients of everything else. You're making sure that you're having um, proteins. You're making sure you're having healthy fats. You're making sure that you're enjoying your plate, but you're organizing it, that you're balancing that meal out instead of gorging yourself through everything and then going to get the dessert second and then gorging yourself again, which this is going to put our sugars in so much of an up and down, up and down thing. That's why. Have you ever have you ever noticed that like it's the big thing for like the Thanksgiving, you eat food, you sit down. If you're a football family, you sit down and you have the football going or the Macy's Day prayer or anything like that going, and you're just like, Ugh. and then you see Uncle Ralph sleeping, or you see Aunt Joanne taking a snooze. Why? That's because we have spiked so high and then we have came down and we are crashing. We are crashing all. Great thing to do is to balance it out, is to make sure that we are going to um, balance it. And our 
Oh, okay, great, great. No, for sure. For at first, I'm like, what is going on, JC? You are perfectly fine. Thank you for the notes, though. I love that so much. Thank you. So, y'all listening and watching on the podcast, if you go through and you're finding JC JC's comments on there, uh, they are pretty much uh, cliff noting it into different tips for y'all. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So we talked about choose naturally sweetened foods, staying hydrated, balancing your meals. What is something else that we can do throughout the day that is going to help us keep our sweet cravings under control? Plan healthy snacks. Number four, plan healthy snacks. So no, you're perfectly fine, JC. So let's plan healthy snacks. So plan ahead and have healthy snacks readily available. So what does this mean? This means how many times have you been in your weight loss journey right now and you are at home and you just have nothing planned? You have nothing prepared and you get that sweet tooth and you're just like, I need something that will satisfy it. And you're just like, oh, I don't want to do this. Don't do that. I haven't went to the store and gotten this. I haven't meal prepped. I haven't meal planned. Um, the best thing that you can do is to plan though. Like, don't, don't fall into where you are not planning. I am all for not prepping. Um, I know a lot of people that have been very successful in their health and wellness journey by not prepping their food. You do not have to prep your food. However, you need to have a plan. You need to have a plan. If you do not plan, you are going to plan to fail is what it is. Let's be real. Um, if we are, if we sit down and we look over the last couple of years of our health and wellness journey and we find out when we were slipping, when we find out when we were having weight gain, we were finding out these different discrepancies in our health and wellness journey. Nine out of 10 times, it comes down to that we were not planning. We were not planning for the week. We were not planning for the day. Don't misinterpret planning and prepping. They're two separate things. You can plan every single day and not prep a stitch of food. Um, so what do I mean by this? Plan your snacks. So have things ahead of time. Like don't, you don't have to prep. But my thing is, is like go to the grocery store when you go once a week, grocery shopping or whatever you do. Buy things like Greek yogurt, nuts, veggies, hummus, um, anything like that that is going to help you hit your protein goal, but also things that you can do to help you curb those sweet tooths. Um, one great thing that I've been seeing all over the place this is another tip with this is get yourself some Greek yogurt and get yourself some sugar-free. It's like the sugar-free jello pudding mix, sugar-free pudding mix. Um, you can get cheesecake flavored. You can get all kinds of flavoring chocolate anything like that. And I have found many people add that to their Greek yogurt. You're getting protein in, you're making it sweet. Um, by adding that, you're adding in some berries on top, you're adding some granola, anything like that. Having those things on hand is going to help you in the time that you need something sweet. You need something good. Instead of ramming through everything and instead of eating that box of cookies that your kids have in the cupboard, let's be real. I've done it. I do it. Like, let's be real. But that's stuff that you don't have to prepare your food ahead. But that's something that you're planning for. You're going, okay, what are some top snacks I need to keep in my cupboard no matter what? Like for me, I every chance I get, I don't care if I go to the discount store and they're clearance stop. 
I will buy the 70 calorie Fiber One brownie bars, uh, the Fiber One brownies. I stock up on those like it's nobody's business. Like I literally just went to this discount store a couple of weeks ago and they had two boxes clearance off for super cheap. So I bought them. Why? What do I love to do? I love to get those. And then especially when I am wanting something sweet at night and I will take one of those. They are very low carb. They are high in fiber. And if I want, I will smear some peanut butter on top of it. So I'm getting some fiber in. I'm getting something sweet, but I'm also putting peanut butter on, which is protein. And yes, there's sugar in peanut butter, but I do not put a lot in there. It's not something that is going to that is going to hinder me and going to make me want sweets galore longer. I have found that I can make something nice and sweet at night, even do something like getting those fiber warm brownies, putting them in the microwave, getting yourself some um, like the Atkins bars, getting yourself some of the protein bars and microwaving those. Like you don't realize microwaving those warms them up, put some sugar-free whipped cream on them. You are good to go for a nice snack that is not going to hinder you in your weight loss journey. And it's going to add some protein in. If you haven't done it yet, go on Instagram, go on Facebook, go anywhere and start looking up like some lower calorie, high protein desserts. You are going to be flabbergasted when you see what people are making, what people are making. I love it. I just seen on my feed that somebody was making a like pumpkin roll cake. It was a sugar-free pumpkin roll cake. Um, it was low carb. It was made with almond flour and they used sweetener substitutes in there and it looked delicious. Like I'm like, yes, like they did like a sugar sweetener cream cheese frosting. Like they made it so like it was just, and it's something that you make and you put in the microwave for 90 seconds. Like I was like, yes, count me in. Those little things of planning, having the ingredients available for when the time comes. Um, Because let's be real, some of the stuff, it's not going to be do you good to prepare. Another thing for like snacks with planning snacks is get instead of the Greek yogurt, get yourself some of the like Dan and Lighten fits, but get the flavors, get the different flavors, something that's going to help you uh, stay in a deficit. It's going to keep you full later on. So that's number four. So we have talked about, um, let's choose some naturally sweetened foods whenever we can. So things like fruits, berries, citrus, anything like that. Like let's choose those when we can. But let's be real, we, we're not going to do that every single day. Number two, stay hydrated. Get your water in, folks. Get on Water Talk. Get the recipes. You're going to love it. Number three, balance our meals. So I use the example of going to Thanksgiving, having that plate. Let's balancing it all instead of carb loading on everything in the regular thing and then getting a whole plate of desserts and then we're crashing. And then number four, planning those healthy snacks. Now preparing the healthy snacks, but planning them. And number five is something that we have been talking a lot in the healthy space is mindful eating. I'm not saying intuitive eat. That's not what I'm saying. I, I can intuitive eat. I'm somebody that I haven't been able to get to that part of my journey where I would love to eventually get to. But mindful eating, paying attention to the cues, paying attention to when you are eating the dessert at Thanksgiving and you know that you are full, stopping. Be mindful of the choices that you are making. Be mindful of the dessert that you're having. Be mindful of the sugary foods. You don't, you could be somebody that from now until the day you die, never track another food in your life. But if you want to stay in a healthy weight range, if you want to stay in a healthy 
um, weight loss or not a weight loss, but just a health and wellness journey. Like you are wanting to stay where you're at long term. Be mindful because that's where it's going to be. If you are somebody that you can't listen to your hunger cues, then you need to be tracking your food. You need to be seeing what you have available for the day, what you have less, because you need that structure to be able to get you in that deficit to lose weight. Um, but the best thing is is to start trying to listen to those hunger cues. Practice mindful eating by paying attention to our hunger cues, our fullness cues. There's something of knowing that am I hungry or am I thirsty? There's something of knowing that am I still hungry or am I full? Those little things. So let's slow down when we eat, y'all. Um, instead of just getting you know the pumpkin pie and everything and scarfing it down really fast, like slow down, be in the moment. Go, man, I'm eating Thanksgiving or I'm eating pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving around my family, around my friends who I love so much, who I don't get to see very often. I'm so thankful of having a house. I'm so thankful my children are um, not sick. I'm so thankful that we have a healthy family. Being thankful of that, especially when you're around people that you haven't seen in a very long time and just being gratitude, like sitting down and going, man, I am so thankful for the life I have. Instead of scarfing down that pumpkin pie, savor the bites. Go, man, thank you so much, Aunt Sue. Like your pumpkin pie is bomb.com. Thank you for preparing this. Thank you for letting me eat this. Thank you for bringing it. Savor it. Enjoy it. And while you're doing that because you're slowing down for the moment, you can start hearing those hunger systems, those hunger cues that are telling you, all right, one slice was enough, Jordan. You don't need to go back for two. You don't need to get the Rice Krispie cheese over there. Because let me be real, I can have Rice Krispie cheese any day of the week. I can't. I mean, I could have pumpkin pie every day, but come on, let's be real. It's Thanksgiving. Um, so it's all about, you know, remember, it's okay as we close. It's okay to indulge. It's an okay to indulge in moderation. It's okay to say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna listen to Jordan and it's memories over macros today. I'm shutting my iPhone off. I'm not looking at the app. I'm not tracking my food. I am enjoying my time with my family and my friends. Friend, that is okay. And it is okay to start right back again the next day. Completely restricting is going to hinder us more. It's going to hinder us more. Oh, I'm trying to think. I had like one year to where I was like, oh, I'm going to stay on track for Thanksgiving. And I... The first half of the Thanksgiving was like, okay, I know what I'm eating. I'm having this. I'm having that. I snapped photos. I told myself, oh, this is going to be great. And then I got so overwhelmed because it wasn't what I wanted. And then I was so frustrated. And then I ended up just eating my feelings and dessert because I was like, forget it. I'm already, I'm, I'm blowing it. It is what it is. Y'all, instead of, if I would have, I'm a firm believer. Instead, if I would have just ate it all in moderation, enjoyed it, enjoyed my time and know that tomorrow, tomorrow isn't Thanksgiving. Like there's going to come a time where it's not Thanksgiving no more. And I'm going right back to the way I eat. I'm going right back to the way I plan. I'm going right back to staying in a deficit. That one day, yes, I might weigh in and be up a pound. Oh, well, because at the end of the year, when I do my year, year of what I've lost, boo, I've just lost 30 pounds this year. Like, you know what I'm saying? To where we go in with this 
restrict, 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 restrict. And I hate to say it, that hinders us so much in life in the long run. So it's about finding a balance. Let's close with this. It's about finding a balance that works for you. You have to make this a sustainable lifestyle and the changes you make in your health and wellness journey. It's all about sustainability. It's all about balance. And it's all about what works for you. I will see you again next podcast. You guys have a great night. Thank you so much for joining me. I had so much fun. Thank you.